What's up? Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services, Cleveland, Ohio, on the commute again. Once Monday, March 26th afternoon on the west side of Cleveland, driving around. Um, it's about 50, wow, 56 degrees out here. It's like summertime in Cleveland. Sun's out, so that's great that spring is here. Um, just wanted to talk today about um, commercial, residential, multifamily apartments, buying, selling, leasing, property management, and consulting, and also construction management. So um, just wanted to talk real briefly on um, expectations of your uh, pros- prospects, your prospective customers, your clients, because we're, you're, we're in a service-oriented business, whether uh, I'm talking to fellow brokers, uh, fellow property managers, or business people in a service uh, client-related industry, clients nowadays expect you to get back to them almost instantaneously uh, because of uh, smartphones and other uh, devices um, people just think that you can respond right away and uh, unfortunately that is a burden that uh, you can choose to take on and or you can choose to uh, not take on and you know, uh, be responsible for the consequences. Um, we had somebody give us a call about property management services and an email. We set up a call to talk to those individuals and uh, the group out of, uh, I think, California, which most of our calls are coming from nowadays because people like want to invest in Cleveland. Um, they believe the returns here and the pricing here is really good. And we talked to them, and then our uh, they own some properties already in Cleveland, looking to change property management companies. And uh, they, long story short, did not believe that our pricing was low enough uh, for them. So what that's telling me is that they don't see enough value in our services to pay for the uh, rate that we're charging, which is fine. Um, they can pay somebody less. I hope they're getting the same level of service and attention uh, to their properties uh, that they're that they're expecting. And then, so we got an email saying, you know, that that our, our pricing is, was too far off, and um, you know, they they were interested in using our brokerage services because we are also active investors in the local market, and you know, was um, uh, ended with. Uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. We got an email maybe three or four days later um, stating that, you know, we were, uh, we were, or, you know, this prospect was expecting a call back um, to talk about brokerage services or finding him properties. And then he, or she, I don't well, I think it was a male, but it was a group of, it was a group, but um, the person that was the spokesperson emailed back and said that we, um, he was expecting a call back sooner than what we were responding to him. And, uh, you know, I, I did, 
the email that he sent was kind of open-ended as far as that goes and um it didn't sound like he wanted a call back well i guess in hindsight you know uh, maybe to close out we should always close out a conversation by saying thank you and um you know well uh let us know what what we can do to help or even a phone call to uh give him some uh insight on uh properties that might be available but the email was really caustic saying you know it's one thing to talk about um customer service or talk a big game about customer service it's another to deliver and i'm like wow this that this person really wasn't clear on his email and and i i get it i I should, uh, and it's my responsibility. And I took full responsibility for this. I emailed back and I said I take full responsibility for not returning your call or your email sooner. But we had a lot of emergencies that week that we were getting to. Mind you, we got the email on a Monday, and we're we've got the uh, the second email from this prospect on Thursday. So my point is, is that you know I guess. I've, and I've learned from different business um, people, uh, very successful business people, that the, the philosophy is when you're in a service client-oriented business, you have to get back to people within at least 24 hours. But nowadays, I, I'm thinking people are really expecting a call, an email, something with instantaneously. So if that's the case, then you know we'll have we'll have to figure out. How we do that? We'll, we'll have automated systems, which I'm never a fan of because it seems so impersonal. Or we have somebody responding to email, or you know that uh, person responding to an email, even if they don't have the full answer, just to say we got your email. Thanks. Let and if things are not clear, to try and clarify. Do you want to call back, um, or when do you want to call back to get together, get back together to talk about um, properties or whatever you're offering? And um, I was just kind of shocked that uh, this person was, I mean, the tone of the email was the guy was upset and he was ridiculing our customer service. And then at the end it said, best of luck to you guys. I'm like, okay. Well, I, I returned the email saying that, you know, I take full responsibility for not getting back to you sooner. Um, and, uh, you know, I said that we, we still feel that we have value when it comes to knowing the local market and having access to properties. And if you want, we're, we're here to help if he wants it. So, um, you know, also that uh, making it very clear if I, if he doesn't think that I can meet his expectations um, for anything, then, you know, then uh, I understand. Meaning like, you know, if you, if you it, it, this is what I meant was that if you don't think that my response is quick enough for you or our service is, you know, um, responding uh, or, or attentive enough to your needs, then go find somebody else because, you know, I'm not, I, I mean, again, I, I accept the consequences for that action and I, I'm going to need to improve, but I'm not going to um, beg somebody for their business. And I think that's what the tone was, was, you know, this person wanted to be catered to uh, at all times. And that could cause a problem. Uh, and I've had issues with tenants similar to this, where they think that they should be the, your, 
your only client and that uh, your attention should be always on them and their properties. And we know that that's impossible. So um, we're going to have to figure out how to do that as best as we can. And then we will uh, try to um, provide for everybody's needs. But just know that as a service-oriented um, provider, such as brokerage or property management, that you're not going to be able to please everybody. You're not going to be able to meet everybody's expectations. So don't try and kill yourself. You know, um, maybe even maybe we should even raise our rates even more so that we have less clients and then we're able to spend more attention. And that's our value proposition. And so I think we all need to think about what uh, what all that means so that you can uh, have a, uh, a viable growing business without uh, giving too much away. I mean, I, I think I give a lot that this podcast is one example. I'm giving away free information of my 20 years experience in real estate investing and um, management and everything else in between uh, with no expectation of uh, anything in return. Um, so, you know, I, I, I believe that, you know, in many examples we give, we give value outside of, um, you know, what, what we're doing for pay and um, you just need to figure that out for yourself and you know as long as your intent is sincere then you know there's there's nothing else you can do so with that I'm just gonna leave you after that rant um, you know I, I think it's more for my own documentation of um, how we deal with clients and, and, and how to fill expectations uh, and there's a balance there. So uh, I'll come back at you with another episode here soon. But until next time, keep thinking, keep learning, but most importantly, just keep doing.